your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morin here with you, of course, on this beautiful Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. Today's episode uh, brought to you by Built Bar. That's right, it's Built Bar, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Well, guys, I wanted to make today's episode about you because you had some responses to the last few episodes. You hit me up on Twitter. Of course, I'm at R-A-Morin underscore A-Z-C on Twitter. And uh, you guys got at me. I know you guys have been following me for a long time. Uh, For those who don't know, I was the Arizona Coyotes beat writer for the Arizona Republic for the last three years. So I've been in the locker room covering the Coyotes for the last three years. I've newly relocated to New England, but still connecting with you Coyotes fans via the Lockdown Podcast Network. So I appreciate you being here. But of course, I know you guys are still uh, you guys are still in it. You guys are right on the pulse of what's going on with the Arizona Coyotes, and uh, this podcast is about you, and it's about giving you your daily deliverance of Coyotes content. So, what kind of podcast host would I be if I didn't indulge your questions and concerns that you sent uh, into me on Twitter? So. That's something we, uh, we're we going to get to today. Today we're going to get to what you want to talk about, and we're going to be talking about the things that you sent in to me on Twitter. So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm just going to get right into it, guys, because clearly this is something you guys want to talk about, and that's all uh, that's all we are going to talk about today. So the first one I want to get to is a message sent in to me by at uh, Jeff underscore DeGolier on Twitter. Uh, apologies if I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but uh, he writes in. Uh, so this was in response, of course, to yesterday's show, Tuesday's show, which was the the name of the show was Bottom Heavy, right? We kind of talked about how the Coyotes really lacking that top end talent uh, and the fact that right now they seem to be bottom heavy with all of their bottom six forward additions, right? So we talked about they were bottom heavy. The tweet I sent out was this. Uh, I wrote, quote, the Coyotes may have picked up some prickly players, but they are still void of top end talent in a league where many teams are considered top heavy. Arizona appears to be the opposite, end quote. So that was the the tweet I kind of sent out and teased yesterday's episode. And this is what Jeff sent in on Twitter. He writes, IDK, pre-haul and Kemp's injury, they were on pace for a 100 point season. With the bigger bottom six additions, that may help make Kells Clayton Keller, and Schmaltz less gun-shy. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, he writes, for Kell, Schmaltz, Kessel, Devo, Christian Dvorak, and Connor Garland to hit 50 to 60 points, and I'm guessing he means each. So that is certainly the optimist's uh, perspective, and I think even the, uh, you know, most... Most optimistic of Coyotes fans would agree with me there is that that's a very optimistic way of looking at things, right? Like, clearly, the Coyotes were in first place before they acquired Taylor Hall, which was the reason you'll remember that John Chica acquired Taylor Hall in the first place uh, was because the Coyotes were um, were, was there, were in first place, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's sort of the reason there. And obviously, Kemp, you know, Darcy Kemper got injured just a few games later. And the Coyotes just kind of were in a downward spiral out of the playoff picture until they were resuscitated by uh, the expanded postseason, right? They probably were not going to make the postseason uh, without that. So, 
yeah, I guess you could look at this team and say, hey, you know, they were in first place without Taylor Hall, and, uh, you know, now they've added some bottom six guys. But, you know, let's be real here. They also lost some bottom six guys, right? Like, they don't have Brad Richardson anymore, no more Michael Grabner, no more Carl Soderberg. And, yeah, you could, you could argue that the guys they brought in are maybe an upgrade over those guys, but it's not like you just strictly added, right? Really what you did was replaced. You know what I mean? Like, you replaced Brad Richardson with Johan Larson. You uh, replaced Carl Soderberg with John Hayden. You replaced, um, you know, uh, Michael Grabner with uh, Dryden Hunt. And, you know, I could, you added, let's say you added Tyler Pillig, right? So Pillig is really the only guy you kind of like added out of nowhere. Everybody else kind of uh, uh, was, was pretty much just a replacement, right? Like you kind of just were swapping guys out. And yeah, maybe you did improve a little bit there, but. Um, and, may, may, and like I said, like, yeah, maybe you did improve a little bit there, but are you really, um, are you expecting the Coyotes to be that team? Are you expecting the Coyotes to be in first place, you know, two or three months into the season like they were last year? And look, I totally see Jeff's point here, you know, um, they did it last year. So why couldn't they do it again this year? They had Darcy Kemper playing out of his mind. And, uh, if the Coyotes don't trade Kemper, which, you know, as the off season, keeps going here, it becomes less and less likely that the Coyotes will trade Darcy Kemper. Um, you know, can they do it again? Can they be there again? And look, absolutely. Like, I I, I, I guess I didn't really think about it that way. You know what I mean? And I, I definitely see Jeff's point there. But what do you guys think? You can let me know. I'm at R.A. Morin underscore AZC. We're also at L.O. underscore Coyotes. That's the Lockdown Coyotes Twitter account. And you can just let me know what you guys think about um, all things Coyotes. Uh, what do you think? Do you think the Coyotes can do it again this year? Do you think that, you know, with Taylor Hall moved on and, uh, you know, some more bottom six guys co- coming in that you could argue are upgrades over what they had last year, do you feel like the Coyotes can be a first place contender in the Pacific Division? Uh, given the fact that Vegas added Alex Petrangelo and they're still looking really good, like, do you feel like the Coyotes can be that team again this year? Let me know. I'm at. Of course, at LO underscore Coyotes is the podcast Twitter account at RA Morin underscore AZC on Twitter as well. When we come back, we're going to be getting into some more tweets from you guys. You guys are talking about the future of this team. So let's get into what the future is looking like after the most recent moves right after these words. From the best-selling authors of The Daily Stoic comes the ultimate stoicism guide to success, resilience, and virtue to accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can control. Sports teams across the country are applying this popular philosophy by using stoicism's key idea that is that you control how you respond and play and you don't control what the refs and fans do or how the ball bounces. It's all about what you did to adapt. Lives of the Stoics, The Art of Living, from Zeno to Marcus Aurelius, is available now wherever books are sold. Okay, we are back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, of course. Thanks so much for joining us here on this beautiful Wednesday, another full week of podcasts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, I will tease you guys a little bit. I will have some. I know you guys have been asking, and I don't mean to keep you guys in the dark, but I will have some news about my uh my, my next adventure here, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I was employed full-time previously uh, by the Arizona Republic, part of the USA Today Network back in Phoenix, where I covered the Coyotes on a full-time basis. I ended up leaving the Republic on my own accord, no bad blood or anything like that. I uh, just chose to leave and, and relocate back to my native New Hampshire with my fiance and kind of settle down out here. Uh, I do, I will have some news coming probably 
uh, in the next couple of weeks, maybe as early as next week, about uh, my my situation evolving here. And we're, don't worry, we're not going anywhere. Lockdown Coyotes is not going anywhere. But I will be able to kind of update you guys on what I'm going to be doing sort of on, you know, more of a full-time job basis, right? So uh, I'm very excited to be sharing that with you. And I hope you guys will, you know, continue to follow uh, follow along what's been going on. I've I've you know established so many great relationships with you Coyotes fans, and I really appreciate you coming back and, and really supporting Lockdown Coyotes. It means uh, the absolute world to me. It's been so much fun covering this team, and I'm so you know happy to be able to still do it in, in this capacity, even though I'm not physically in Arizona. I'm happy you guys still trust me as a, a voice on the team. Uh, of course, we're going to be having great guests throughout the offseason, you know, and the. Uh, you know, during the season as well, you know, very hopeful we're going to be able to get, you know, some big names, you know, you know, we're obviously going to have media members, but we're hoping we're going to be able to get some players, coaches, executives, etc. on the podcast if the Coyotes are going to, you know, will cooperate with me, which I hope they do um, because we've had great relationships in the past and things like that. So really, uh, really glad you guys are here with me and I'm excited to kind of share with you uh, my next steps in my in my professional career because I know you guys have been asking and it's, uh, you know, very flattering that you guys are so concerned. So uh, I, I very much appreciate it, but let's get back into uh, the episode here, we're kind of breaking down your tweets, your concerns, the things that you guys are telling me about how you feel uh, about the Coyotes right now. And this was really in response to uh, Tuesday, Tuesday's episode about how the Coyotes are bottom heavy and lacking top end talent. And what can we really expect from the team this year, given the fact that they really don't have a whole lot on those top two lines. So we went into Jeff's, uh, Jeff, Jeff let us know a little bit. Uh, about what he, how he was kind of optimistic that, hey, you know, the Coyotes were a first place team last year. So uh, why can't they be a first place team this year? They didn't have Hall then, you know, Kemper was playing out of his mind. Why can't they do it again? Right. So that was Jeff's point of view, but let's go. Uh, let's go to another point of view here. This is at uh, headcrusher91 on Twitter. He writes, Bill needs time to draft and needs some time for the cap to get more manageable. And once some of those players come off the books, he needs some time to build through the draft as well. This team plays and works harder without top Top uh, line players, I think is what he meant to write. He wrote top flight players, but I think he meant top line players like Hall. So that's really interesting. Um, and I think my response to that would be, that's kind of where I'm at. That's 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 sort of a middle ground view of, of the Coyote situation, right? Because you're looking at this and saying, hey, well, you know, while the Coyotes did do pretty well without Hall, you know, up and up through, uh, you know, uh, December, um, they did pretty well without Hall up through December, uh, you know, but at the same time, what can we really expect from this team, right? So this team plays and works harder without top line players. Like, I agree with that. And I think they might even be better in that regard, given the fact that in my opinion, I think they have upgraded the bottom six over, you know, and all due respect to Richardson, Soderberg and Grabner. But I do think that, uh, you know, the like, like the Larson, Pitlick, um, you know, Hunt and Hayden could be, uh, you could see that as a little bit of an upgrade, uh, in that area. So, uh, but, but he's right. I mean, he does need time for the cap to get more manageable. I don't doubt that he's, uh, looking into trading out some of those expiring contracts. We reported on the pod not that long ago that there was, uh, there was a report from Elliot Friedman that the Coyotes and Flyers were talking Jason Demers. That's one of those expiring contracts. Uh, we mentioned the fact that, you know, I think trading out Alex Goligoski would really help this team, would help guys like Kyle Capobianco maybe be able to get a shot with this club, uh, would also help their cap flexibility as well. Obviously, we know Oliver Ekman-Larsen, a big cap hit, but that's sort of a different situation because he's still under contract for seven more years. Uh, Derek Stepan as well, one more year, $6.5 million, but I really think Stepan is better suited to be a deadline uh, um, a deadline trade away um, because I think, I think you could really get a lot of value for, you know, uh, sort of a middle six 
playoff you know veteran guy uh i think teams will be desperate for for a guy like that um come deadline time contenders uh would be desperate for a guy like that so uh pretty interesting there but i, I do agree with with this guy i think i think i think you kind of hit the nail on the head there you know i think you the cap becomes much more manageable after after next year you're all those guys whether you trade them or not they're coming off the books you're gonna get a lot of cap flexibility maybe the Kyries can go out and get some top line players then but what is where does that leave them for this year are they you know are they in transition or are you like Jeff where you think uh, they're going to be sort of uh, you know right back where they need to be so uh, let me know at Ari Moore underscore AZC on Twitter I love kind of responding to the things you guys are saying what's your take on the whole situation we're going to wrap it up with one more tweet when we come back right after these words Built Bar you already know it's the best tasting protein bar ever that's right ever okay 18 amazing flavors, 12 original, and 6 new flavors. My favorite new flavor, you guys already know, it's cookies and cream, but there's also caramel brownie, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp on top of the 12 original flavors, which are coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. Yeah, there is a ton of uh, of versatility there in those flavors. The bars covered in 100% chocolate, but hey, they're healthy. I'm telling you right now, you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Right now, guys, for a limited time, free cooler with purchase, but it's while supplies live. So uh, you got to go to BuiltBar.com right now. It's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. You can get 20% off your next order like we told you at the top. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, we are back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, thanks so much for joining us here uh, today. We're kind of getting into what you guys are t- telling me. I- I- I'm-, I'm listening to you guys today, okay? I- I'm-, I'm hearing from you guys. This is all in response to Tuesday's episode where we talked about how the Coyotes were bottom-heavy. They picked up some prickly players, right? Bill Armstrong likes to throw them around terms prickly and wants to get some cactuses and all that stuff, right? But they look bottom-heavy, right? So here's uh, here's a tweet we got from at Krushnowski on Twitter. He writes, Yotes definitely 100% need prickly players. Zero cap space to get top-end talent, and this is going to take time again, but they better start to grab and look for those gritty prickly players. Look look at the Leafs and who they brought in, for example, right? So that's what Krushnowski says uh, on Twitter as well. And, and you know, Again, these are good points. You guys are all making really good points, and I appreciate you reaching out. We're at Moran underscore AZC on Twitter, of course, and at LO underscore Coyotes. Uh, that's the podcast Twitter account. So I'm listening to you guys, and this episode is a testament to uh, a testament. I'm listening to you guys. I'm, I'm listening to what you have to say, and uh, and I think I think this individual's point is that yeah, the, the Coyotes need players like this. This is their identity. It's what Rick Tockett wants their identity to be. Maybe they got away from it a little bit last year, and that's why they sort of kind of got some guys out and uh, and brought some new guys in. And, uh, yeah, there's not really a whole lot of cap space right now. We told you yesterday after Christian Fisher's two-year $1 million uh, AAV deal, only about $2.5 million in real cap space. Uh, you know, when you put Mary and Hosa on LTIR, only about $2.5 million or so in cap space for the Coyotes. So not a whole lot of room to add a top-end guy, right? So maybe this is going to be a transition year. They'll see what they can do with their group and then, uh, a lot of deals coming off the books, and then they see what they got last year. So uh, another good, you know, another good point by you guys. And then finally, uh, we got at Todd Krager one on Twitter. Uh, he writes, "GM Bill Armstrong dealt a bad hand from the start. This is going to take time." And and I think that's the sentiment that most Coyotes fans have, right? This is going to take a while, right? Like this is not going to be fixed overnight. 
there's there's a lot of you know a lot of money tied up, and uh, I'm not ready to call them bad deals yet. I'm not ready to say that they're bad deals by Chica because you still got eight more years of Clayton Keller. You got seven more years of um, of Oliver Ekman Larson, and that's really where that sentiment is coming from, you know. And and I think that's that's where you need to look, you know, because Clayton Keller. I know he hasn't shown you much. Like I, I've been as critical as Clayton Keller is as really anybody, but the reality is he's still relatively young and he has a lot of time on that contract to 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 become an absolute stud. And he absolutely could. Oliver Ekman Larson, that's a different story. He's a lot older, uh, a lot a lot lower of a ceiling for him at this point, and you know a, a cap hit that's more than a million more than Clayton Keller. So that's the deal where you're looking. You know, if you don't show me something. Uh, if you if you can't go back to you know who you were playing under Dave Tippett, then yeah, that's a really bad deal. Clayton Keller, a little bit of a different story. And like I said, you can go back and read the stories I wrote for the Republic. I was as critical as Clayton Keller as anybody. Um, but again, this is a kid who could still make that contract worthwhile, right? So, uh, but I, I mean, Todd Todd said it right. It's going to take some time. It might not take as much time as Coyotes fans think because again. Uh, you get some contracts coming off the books next year. You could contend, I think, as early as next year. If you if you keep Kemper, which you know at this point you could keep him and, and re-sign him, right? He's got you know Kemper's got two more years. You know you could extend Kemper or re-sign him or whatever. Uh, if you do something like that, you know, and then some of your young players pan out, you get cap flexibility. Maybe you go after a top line center. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe maybe. You know, maybe you can contend as early as next year, but uh, I want to hear from you guys. Of course, we are at ramorn underscore azc on Twitter. Can't say it enough. You guys can let me know what you think about the Coyotes, their future, their uh, their past, present, and future. So just let me know, and uh, I'm gonna get to it because I'm listening to you guys. All right, you guys are listening to me, and I'm listening to you. We'll be back tomorrow with an all new podcast. Until then, we'll see you.